Welcome to the Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. I'm Joey Roberts. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fearless. Branding is more than just a logo or a tagline. I am thrilled to have nine-figure seller Jamie Davidson, who's also my business partner, joining today to deep dive into the importance of building your brand for Amazon. Hey, Joey, love this topic. I think it's uh, really crucial for people to understand and what it means for success in this day and age when it comes to selling on Amazon. It is. And there's been a shift because now your brand identity on Amazon really serves as the bridge between your business and your customers. And it's allowing you to get an emotional connection that goes way beyond just having a quick transaction with an Amazon shopper. And we're going to jump in and explain why. And I'm going to let Jamie kind of kick it off as you are a rock star in the brand building space. And I really respect what you have done with all of your Amazon brands. Thank you. Yeah, I think a couple of things that come to mind, I always like to start kind of really big picture and just fundamentally is the beautiful thing about se selling Amazon private label is that you own the brand, right? So you may hear that, oh, you own the brand versus wholesale or arbitrage or selling someone else's brand. And the reason that's important is the brand in this funny little way is, is your asset, right? So when you're, if someday, if you want to sell your business, like a lot of people eventually do for seven figures or more, whatever amount is you're not selling your inventory in that transaction. You're not selling your Amazon account in the transaction. The only thing you're selling is that brand, right? Which can feel a little bit kind of intangible. So just keep that in mind to start off with is that brand, everything we talk about can be grow in value. So it may start off at zero the first day you come up with your name, you get it trademarked, you know, make sure it's unique, but understand as you do things, some of the things we talk about here in this, this segment, that brand can go up in value. And as your sales go up, it's really your brand that's increasing in value. So just keep that in mind that that's why it's so important. And then the second thing, just to make this real and understandable is like the reason why Amazon has what's called the Amazon brand registry and they have 50 different amazing features they give you is because it's really important for them as a platform that you as a brand owner, that your brand is legitimate and authentic because Amazon needs to be a reputable platform. It's competing versus all the other platforms out there. And so they're like doing everything they can to incentivize you as well too, to build your brand and do it the right way. Yes. So picking your brand name is where it starts. So just a quick side story. The most recent brand I started was about a year ago and I picked the name and I went to do the brand registry and get the trademark. And now it's been, well, it's been a year, but about 10 months in, I decided, you know what? I don't really like my brand name. And I went through a full brand rebrand. And hey, guess what? That is okay. Because wow. yeah. I was not enjoying the brand name. And I, for whatever reason, I picked it a year ago. And then my brand kind of switched directions. So I rebranded. A lot of it is because I want to expand into, and I sell in women's health. I wanted to expand into more and more products that one are a little challenging to sell. I'm up for a challenge. And I thought I need a better brand name. So it's okay. 
right? I'm, I just rebrand. It costs time and money, but I'm, I'm doing it. So I, I don't want you to panic over the brand name because that's where a lot of sellers do get hung up. But it is important to think about your brand name. Yeah. What I would add to that, Joey, to your exact point is what I recommend is for people, don't try to make your brand name too niche, right? So don't try to make it like, you know, Joey's lipsticks, right? And it's like, well, Joey's like, well, I want to sell in a broader beauty, beauty category, but I picked this specific brand. So, and I don't know the specifics of the, that situation, but to that point, it sounded like, you know, if you're, if your name creates, kind of creates a bit of a box, you want to be careful of that because you can be, you pretty much call your brand anything, right? Anything that doesn't conflict with someone else's trademark. And as long as it doesn't take you in a totally different direction, same thing if it was like Jamie's, you know, famous barbecue sauce. And I'm like, oh, well now I can't sell anything other than that. So yeah, that's a great point. You want to just, you know, don't be too narrow specific at it. I mean, our first brand name, my, my original business partner, like I didn't even like our brand name. It had a dash in the name and I was like, that's not good. Cause when people search, you don't want like a dash in your name, but the reality is it didn't even matter on Amazon because the platform was so strong that if we did all the other things right, that the brand would sell like crazy and eventually became a big brand and it wasn't even a good brand name, but we had the rights to the name and it wasn't niche. It, you know, we could sell anything. Um, yeah. you know, ideally we want to sell anything within a category, but, but yeah, no, that's, that's a, a great point, but super, super important to kind of get that right up front. Cause it is kind of a pain to rebrand on Amazon. They don't, they don't like it because they're worried about um, kind of bad actors if people are trying to steal someone's brand or they're trying to take something. So they do make you jump through some hoops. So the more you can get that right up front, the better. That's true. Okay. The reason I did not like my brand name is it sounded like a motivational quote that you see on like those like cheap nail salons. Like it was straight out of China and it was <laughs> it had the word like infused in it. And I was like, it sounded great at the time. And I had these little flyers and stuff that went in the box that were motivational. But when I was going to sell these like higher end, um, more difficult products, like kind of like supplements along those lines, I was like, you know what, I wouldn't buy this with that written on the bottle. So that's really why, why I had to change ah, it. Then, uh, but I'll give you one. Once we had a brand called uh, along those, well, this was a case where we unintentionally violated a trade, someone else's trademark. We had a brand Yogo, uh, Yogo fit. We were going to sell some, we're selling some different fitness products and we shortened it to Yogo and we didn't think anything of it. There was nothing <laughs> Yogo on Amazon. And we started selling the products like the massage sticks and it was doing great. We had all these reviews and then all the one sudden one day, Amazon didn't ask or ask us to prove that we were in a violation. It just shut the listing down and Yoga was like a yoga studio somewhere that had nothing to do with Amazon, but somehow they came across it and we were you know, kind of screwed. We had to pull back all the inventory, create a new listing and do it again. It was just sloppy on our part because the yoga name wasn't anything, meant nothing to us on Amazon. So we just had made sure we got the trademark of yoga fit, what we want to do. And then we were, we were fine. So yeah, definitely get that part right because, you know, it, it's, it can create issues if you if you have any conflict. Once you're in the clear and in the brand registry, as Joey's talked about, bunch, then uh, then life is pretty good on Amazon. 
So y'all, I'm real quick on Google and I just Googled yoga and it is folding yoga mat. So you're welcome, yoga brand. We gave you all a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, they've, built it. they've built that since then. They didn't have it back when we violated it. We must have inspired them. Yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, it's just the joys and ups and downs of selling on Amazon. But join our community. We love to share this kind of stuff. Now, everything we're talking about has to do with basically the feel of your brand. So it's also it's a visual identity, but it's also the emotional connection and the thoughts and feeling around your brand. So it's really, what is your brand purpose? You have to think of that and write all that down. And I also like to write down with the brand name, every kind of product I may or may not want to sell under that brand name to make sure that I'm leaving it wide enough open that I am not stuck selling these like five products. And then when the market shifts into a bad economy or a good economy, I can't sell other products to change my messaging. So th that's very important to me. Yeah. And I think that's something you're really talented at. And because, you know, you have a design background and a graphic design. So I do think you help connect those pieces together. And the, the reality is that's more important now than it's ever been when it came to Amazon, because you know, the old days, whether it's five years ago or 10 years ago, you know, people were selling all sorts of different stuff under one brand, right? They were selling things in different categories, you know, barbecue sauce and gardening and, and beauty products all under one XYZ brand because they didn't think really the brand mattered. All that was mattered was selling units. Um, and there was a time period that was somewhat true. It was also before the time, what I mentioned before, when you could sell your brand. So you'd want to make sure the value of your asset is is largely enhanced by what Joey's talking about. And the other thing is now things are the ability for people to see your brand and experience your brand both on Amazon and off Amazon is so much bigger with social media, right? And you talked about importance of things like an email database and the ability to communicate with your customers, social media platforms, right? TikTok, right. Instagram, you name it, right? Joey, so search we talk about. So all those things, people are going to come in touch with your brand and it, it's not expensive to do this stuff, but you want to be thoughtful how you can do it because it's uh, it's really powerful when people can, you know, experience your brand in different places and they, they have a good experience and a good impression of your brand. Yes, that is so good. And just to kind of piggyback on that is now that there are so many different touch points, like you were saying, like social media, email, Amazon, even your personal social media profiles, you want to be completely consistent and your brand will also reflect you. So if you do have social media profiles and it is in any way connected to your brand, you want to have consistent photos. So for instance, like my fearless sellers and my AMZ insiders and me just personally as Joey Roberts, I have the same profile picture. Like my face is the profile picture of me in the podcast studio across all my social media. And even like in the fearless sellers newsletter, there's a picture of me in the studio. So then it's like, oh yeah, it's that girl with the podcast. And now with my brand on Amazon, like everything I sell on, on there, that can also kind of roll in so that it's all one cohesive brand because we're more than just one thing right now. And you want just to have your brand recognized just 
across the board and have it easily be like, oh yeah, hey, that's uh, Joey Roberts or that's Jamie Davidson, the Amazon seller guy. That is absolutely gold what, what you just shared there, Joey. I know there's there's entire brand conferences that cost thousands of dollars that people attend and you know, some of the best minds in the world talking about it. And that is probably the number one tip, what you just gave right there is that ability to be consistent brand. And so I know you've done a great job executing that, but that is gold for everyone listening there to implement that just as Joey did, right? Both on your case, your personal brand and your, and your physical product brand. That is uh, that is genius. Yeah. And it's easy. Cause then you really only need one photo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but Yes. And you can update, right? Like we talk about that, like when it's time to actually update, but then you do the update across the board and you can even make it like a small marketing event, which is super fun once you're, you are established. So before we say goodbye, Jamie, you have built your brand up over nine figures, right? Well, so that's selling over a hundred million dollars in sales on Amazon. And you've had several brands, right, that make that up. And what did you do to kind of manage each brand so that they all were able to be successful? Because it's it wasn't that one year brands was successful. They all are. Yeah, what was unique and it's a little bit of a longer conversation is that our two biggest brands were both in the cell phone accessory space because we bought we acquired a brand when we were at about 15 million, we acquired a brand that was doing 5 million and kept the two brands separate. And the brand we acquired became, was a little bit more female friendly, the design of it. Uh, that eventually grew to about 40 million a year, just that one brand. It became a little bit bigger than our, our other brand. They were, they were similar, but it had a different sense and brand identity around it because again, it, the women were attracted to the designs more. And so we just stayed with that. But you know, I think, you know, we've gone into other categories, whether it's like fitness or whether it's, you know, pet supplies. And so each of those are completely different and they're not related to each other. And so, yeah, you really wanted to represent your, your customer base, customer base as much as possible. Uh, again, nowadays, I always like to think of AI because, you know, the ability to understand your customer is so much, uh, so much greater, especially for newer sellers and everything else, because you can do all this market research. So if you're going into the, you know, the fitness space, you can really analyze in a deeper way and very quickly everything, what that brand should look like, what do they care about, what's valuable to them as well too. But, but yeah, I mean, we don't overthink it, but we just try to, you know, do a good job and, and present the, the product well on Amazon with the images. And now again, all the content, and social media, as you said, keep it consistent, uh, keep it kind of fresh and current and, uh, and take advantage of all the Amazon tools when it comes to the brand registry and all the things uh, Amazon gives you to help put your brand out there so that your asset coming back to the beginning, the asset, the value of your brand will uh, continue to grow and you can hopefully have a, a nice big exit someday as well. Yes. Very well said. And Jamie, I just want to say another huge congrats on all your success. It's an honor to be able to partner with you and run AMZ Insiders. And if anybody is looking for our help to help them build and scale their Amazon business, please find us at amzfearless.com. And we'll put the links below in the notes as well. And until next time, stay fearless. If you're already selling on Amazon, or you're looking to get started and you want my help, 
go to amzfearless.com to book a free strategy selling session. We can see if we can help you out. That's amzfearless.com. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Fearless Sellers, the Women of Amazon podcast. Until next time, stay fearless. Oh, 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 o